This is episode 34 of the A Free Spirit Life podcast. Hi, my friend. Welcome to today's show. Thanks so much for being here. I'm Shannon Kinney Dew, holistic life and spiritual coach. And I am coming to you today in this new year. Happy 2019. I took a break over the holidays and I am back now. You will see shows coming every Tuesday. So make sure if you haven't already subscribed to A Free Spirit Life wherever you listen to your podcast. So how are you today? Can you believe it's February or whenever you're listening to this show? The days just speed on by, don't they? <laughs> and here's what I keep hearing from women that I coach, that I connect with, that I meet in life. We are still feeling things like overwhelmed and stressed and anxiety. And I hear it so often. It's just common language now. It's like, hey, how you doing today? Well, let me tell you, right? We all are, um, I think, having a hard time getting our heads above water. Now, maybe you're listening to this and thinking, what do you mean, Shannon? I, I'm floating here. And great, share your tips with us. Uh, for most of us, we're feeling this constant state of being behind in some way. And a lot of it's our own doing. A lot of it's our culture. A lot of it's the messages that we keep seeing new things happening all the time. And we're trying to figure out how to balance it all, right? So in today's show, I want to talk about my um, thoughts on how to be more intentional and more mindful in our day so that we can find a little more peace? How do we make space and find peace in the midst of our day? That's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about it from a loving place. You know, when we take the time to carve out space in our day for a peaceful moment. It might be a two-minute reset. It might just be connecting with our breath. It might be just going to bed a little bit earlier. We're going to talk about all that today. But whatever it is, it's a very self-loving and self-compassionate act. And when you find yourself in a state of constant overwhelm and stress and anxiety, you need to stop and take a look at your daily life and say, what are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to? And nine times out of 10, we're saying yes to more. We're saying yes to giving. We're saying yes to doing. But we're saying no to our own mental health, to our own spiritual wellness, to our own physical needs. And so think about that today as you look at your own life. You know, every podcast episode I share with you is really about self-reflection. And sometimes I share personal stories, sometimes I share interviews, sometimes I pose questions, um, but they're all meant to have you pause and take a look at your own life life. And that's what I want you to do today is to stop. Notice how you feel in this moment. Are you being swept away by the daily, daily stresses of life? 
Are you being more intentional and carving out these little moments of peace in your day? And if you're not, give yourself a little grace because you're listening to these words. You're thinking about it. You know that voice inside of you is speaking to you. That voice that tells you, hey, I'm a little tired here. Hey, you're pushing a little too hard. Hey, uh, why'd you say yes to that? Hey, why are you doing so much? Let's slow the train down. And the other constant thing I hear, not only from women, but I hear mothers in particular asking, how do I help my kids with their anxiety? How do I help them sleep better? How do I help them rediscover who they are for, or find out who they are for the first time? How do I help them learn these coping skills that maybe we're not so good at, or maybe we are, we are learning them ourselves. And whatever you're learning, wherever you are in your life, remember this is where you need to be in your healing process, in your evolutionary growth, in your personal steps to transformation. And so you can share these with the people in your life and the children in your life. So when I talk about journaling, think about carving out space for journaling for yourself, but also you can teach these skills to your kids. My kids are 11, 8, and 5, and they're not consistent journalers, but it is such a beautiful tool that they are learning now at this young age. And I was fortunate enough to learn about journaling when I was about 12 years old, and I still use it as a tool. My 11-year-old right now We are using journals in the evening, and it's giving us communication. It's giving us a way to connect. And so think about the the self-love, the self-care, the peaceful things that you're trying to make space for. You can also invite these to your children, to the other people that you live with in your life. So I started a free spirit life because I... And passionate about inspiring all of us as I stumble and fumble um, and I see other women stumbling and fumbling. How do we empower ourselves? How do we regain power in our life? How do we um, feel more courageous and confident and clear so that we can walk a path that is authentic, that we can walk a path that feels inspired, that we can walk a path that is intentional so that we can free our spirits, so that we can feel freedom in this lifetime and not the outer freedom. We want the outer freedom. We want the nice cars, the nice things. Sure, if you want that, awesome. There is nothing wrong with that. But this is the internal freedom that we're talking about because that is the foundation for our life. And if we do this inner work and we find uh, a little time to take care of our mental, spiritual, emotional, physical health and wellness, we will feel more grounded. We will feel more centered. We will feel more peace in our day-to-day life. Then when those outward challenges happen, yes, we may still feel anxiety. Yes, we may still feel some stress. Yes, we may still feel overwhelmed. Yes, we may still say yes to too many things, but we remember what it feels like in the center. We remember what our soul is speaking. 
we remember that there is a place within us that is always there, that is our inner peace, that is our inner wisdom, that is true freedom. And if we can tap back into that, we can say no more often. We can uh, do yoga in our day or eat a little better or expand our horizons and face more fears and take healthy risks and do the things that we're tired of being scared to do. All because we are walking a path that feels more intentional, mindful, present, authentic. That to me is true freedom. That's what living freely is all about. That is a free-spirited life. So today, my friends, let's hop in. Also, can I just share something? One of the reasons I took such a long break over the Christmas and winter holiday is I have jumped back into my own creative passion. I love to make things. And so often I'm making things that aren't necessarily tangible. Maybe it's an art journaling page or it's a web page or it's a podcast episode. So much of what I've been making in even the last few years has been more online photos and uh, inspiration for you. And so to get my hands back in fiber, fiber arts is one of my very favorites. I'm making eye pillows and sewing. Um, I didn't realize how much I love it. And if you don't know what an eye pillow is these are relaxing lavender eye pillows that are filled with organic lavender buds, organic flaxseed, and they're made with custom-designed organic cotton fabric. They are heaven. <laughs> they're heaven for your eyes. You can put them in the freezer in a Ziploc bag and put them on your eyes cold. So like if you have puffy eyes or you have a headache, a tension headache, sinuses, they're really good because the gentle um, pressure from these eye pillows, they tap into the acupressure points around the eyes and they stimulate relaxation. They calm you and the lavender makes you feel more relaxed and at peace. And I use them with my kids. They use them at night when they go to sleep. We use them at the end of a yoga practice. And I also keep them with me so that if I can carve out five minutes in my day to just lay down, to be in shavasana, which is relaxation pose, and lie flat on the ground or on a yoga mat or even on my bed and take a five-minute break with these eye pillows, I feel reset. If you are interested in learning more about them, you can go to a freespiritlife.com and click on my shop. I've got four different designs right now, um, some for kids, some for women. They are heaven on earth. More styles will come. Um, I would love your support. Get one for yourself. Share them with your friends. And when you make a purchase, you also get access to free guided audio meditations that you can download and listen to while you relax. Okay, my friends, so how do we carve peace in our day? How do we be more self-loving and self-compassionate? One thing we have to do is remember that we have a choice every single day. This moment 
you're listening to my words, this is a new moment. This is a fresh, clean slate. This is your story to write. So as you look at what's already been written, most of the time we're living in a state of worry, which is future-based. So your future pages are really already written in your mind. How can we start to bring us back to the present moment and stop writing the page with worry and fear and anxiety? Pause every day that you wake up and you can do this in the morning or you can do this anytime that you're feeling like you're just running a little too ragged and you need to stop. Take a pause and do a check-in. Now, I'm calling this a morning check-in because I think it's a great habit to do before you get out of bed. Every morning when you wake up, Before you open your eyes, we're still in this sleepy state where we're really connected to source. We're connected uh, to more of our heart and soul. It's before the mind starts chatting. It's before our ego starts revving. And so when your mind is still quiet, you can place your hand on your heart or you can just stay there in bed with your eyes closed inside your mind. Ask yourself, what do I need? From this day today? What do I need in this moment? And then you listen, you wait, you see what comes up. And when you're in this more open state, you might hear a word, slow down, call that person, face a fear, sign up for that class. You might hear a phrase, You might see an image. You might feel a feeling. Recognize it. Notice it. Observe it. And try to do so without judgment, but with curiosity, with an interest. If nothing comes up for you, try again later or try again the next day. You will find this to be a very helpful grounding tool in your morning. You don't have to have a 30-minute morning ritual. You can do a morning check-in and it will give you a phrase, a feeling, some sort of guidance from your intuition. Listen and trust it. Trust what you hear. That's the real practice in this morning check-in. Trust what you hear and see how that can guide you in your day. Remember it. You might write it down. You might put it in your purse. You might post it somewhere. If you got the, you know, the, the phrase, uh, slow down, then use that as your mantra when you start revving, when you start rushing, when you start feeling that overwhelming feeling again, that anxiety feeling, when you connect to that phrase, slow down, let it guide you, listen to it. Walk a little slower, breathe a little deeper, eat a little slower. And see what that does for you in your day. That is starting your day off with intention, with a choice, with a peaceful moment. I'll call that tip number one, morning check-in. Tip number two, keep a journal with you. You hear me talk about journaling a lot. I think of a journal as a best friend, a way to... Be completely open, vulnerable, and honest. Share your feelings in that journal. Dump in that journal. Um, Be inspired in that journal. Write your favorite quotes. Whatever 
comes up for you in your day. Keep it with you. Keep it safe so you feel like you can be honest with it. Journaling is a self-reflective tool. And so often when we're living in a state of overwhelm, stress, and anxiety, we are bombarded by all the messages out there that we don't even know what we're thinking anymore. We don't even know what we are feeling. So often, especially if you are intuitive, sensitive, which I think a lot of you listening are already, then you are taking on the messages of others. You are taking on the feelings of the people you live with. And you have to stop, journal, get space, make these peaceful moments in your day so that you can start to discern between the feelings that you're having, the thoughts that you're having, the needs of your soul, and then the needs of others. If you are a caretaker in any capacity, most of you are women, most of you are um, have children or take care of something in your life, it is all far too often that we put the needs of everyone else above our own. And it is wonderful to be giving, but you need to pause every now and then, every day, just a few minutes a day to reconnect with who you are and what you need. Those little voices you hear, journaling gives you the place to listen to them. Put them down on paper. Honor them in some way. Go back to them later. But you'll start to see patterns. You'll start to see messages. You'll start to see things come up for you that will bring you clarity. That's why it is so important to journal. Tip number three, learn how to honor your energy. And this means learn what depletes you and what fills you up. So often the women I speak to who are feeling a lot of anxiety and overwhelm and stress, they have forgotten or don't make time and space for the things they enjoy, the things that make them feel good, the things that lift them up, fill up their life with joy. Of course, we're going to feel stressed and overwhelmed without joyful moments, without things that make you feel good. And I don't mean that you have to go on a vacation every other day. You can find a joyful moment in making your favorite cup of coffee and sitting down for two minutes and drinking that cup of coffee while you read a page in an inspirational book. You can find joy in your day by eating organic raspberries for breakfast. You can find joy in your day by whatever it is that brings you joy. And that's what I want for you is to to figure out what that is. What are the things that are causing the anxiety, the overwhelm, the stress, the depletion? What fills you up? What inspires you? What brings joy to your life? Take some time to think about it to reflect on it. And I really suggest writing again in your journal. This is a perfect journaling prompt. What depletes you? What fills you up? What is keeping you from making space in your life for the things that uplift you? What can you let go of so that you can make more space for the things that you want to do? Okay, write about it. Share with me. I'd love to hear your discoveries. Tip number four, create in the middle of your life. What this means is get your hands making something just for the pure fun of it. 
not because it's productive, not because you can sell it, not because you can um, prove to everyone how much you did, only for the pure love of it. You see where I'm tying this in? It's really the joy that we're talking about. I bet on your what fills you up list somewhere in there is about self-expression, making something, trying a new recipe, planting a garden, um, knitting, photography, scrapbooking, um, training for a race. What brings you joy? What makes you feel good just for the pure love of doing it? Make time in your day to create. And when I say create in the middle of your life, I mean, don't just wait for the end of the day. Don't wait for the weekend. Don't wait for the someday. Do it in the midst of your life. If you are a mom, do it with your kids. If you work full time, do it at lunch break. Bring some, you know, a sketchbook and some watercolors. Whatever it takes, carve out space to do it in the middle of life because five or 10 minutes of creating, of nurturing your creativity is life-changing. It's life-altering. It's what I'm talking about. It fills you up. It brings you joy. It returns you to center. It allows your soul to speak. Tip number five, how to carve out and feel a little peace in your day. The self-loving, self-compassionate act of stillness, of quiet, of being alone, alone with your thoughts, alone with your feelings. Every day, could you sit in stillness? Now, for a while, you might trick yourself, make a cup of tea and just sit there and watch the birds out your window. Ah, <sighs> sounds like a waste of time, right? <laughs> we need this act of being to get back to the present moment, to get back to the page that is the clean, fresh slate so that we can turn a new page, so that we can surrender, so that we can allow a new path to unfold. But when we're never quiet, when we fill up our time with scrolling Facebook and listening to the news and binging on our favorite shows and on and on and on and on and on. It's such a noisy place out there. Do you know why we all feel so much stress, overwhelm, and anxiety? It's the noise. It's the noise. It's the busyness. It's the never having quiet, stillness, solitude. So all of these things I'm suggesting tie together. Your act of stillness could be in your morning ritual. It could be um, journaling right after. It could be honoring your energy throughout the day. All of these things connect, which is to say, hey, you have choices here. You have the choice to rev and to say yes to and to keep staying in a state of anxiety, um, negative self-talk. All of these things are choices. Or you can pause you can find stillness. You could sit in the quiet and become an observer of your mind. And you could look at the thoughts that you're thinking. And you could say, wow, are these self-loving thoughts? Or are these self-sabotaging? Who are these thoughts? Where are they coming from? 
Why do I think I have to push myself and be perfect all the time and check off and check off and check off the list to feel worthy, to feel of value? What if in this moment I could appreciate who I am? I could say I'm doing enough. I am enough right here, right now. I am love even in this moment of non-doing. It doesn't matter how much I do or how much of the list I check off. I am still worthy. I am still of value. I am still loved, appreciated for being me. That's what the gift of little moments of peace can do for you in your life. Remember that our spiritual journey to peace, to authenticity, to intentional living, to feeling empowered, it takes a little discipline. Discipline is the structure in your life. So of all the things I've shared today, I want you to pick one of them. What resonates the most with you? Having a morning check-in, starting a journaling practice, keeping it with you every day, really reflecting deeply on your energy level, what depletes and what fills you up, creating and making things just for the fun of it, or carving out some space, even five minutes or less a day for stillness, to lie down, put that eye pillow on your eyes, listen to a guided meditation. What is it that you are feeling called to? What do you need most in your life right now? The discipline comes when we structure it, when we schedule it, when we say enough is enough. I'm not going to live my entire life in a state of overwhelm and anxiety. No, I want to make a different choice. I want to write a new page. I want to feel happiness and joy and peace and love in my life, even in the midst of this chaos, even in the midst of the noise, even in the midst of my challenges right now. Because guess what? We will always have challenges. How can you breathe through them? How can you learn from them? How can you evolve and change your life from them right now, right here, right today? The discipline comes from making a choice and saying, I am going to sit in stillness five minutes every day, every morning or every night before I go to bed. That is my one practice. Don't fill the plate up. What we tend to do, and if you've done New Year's resolutions, probably at this point you're listening, they've all you know, slipped away to the wayside, right? Because we do too much. We're in a habitual state of too much, of overcompensating. So how can we just do one thing? Be disciplined about it. Add some structure to it. Schedule it in your life. The next part of our spiritual practice towards peace and authentic living is to practice patience. Being patient is part of our spiritual journey. Think of it like planting seeds in a garden. We have to wait but don't neglect the garden. Your peace each day is watering your foundation. It's nurturing the soil for clarity, for confidence, for empowerment. So be patient. You can't make your life change overnight, but you can plant and water the seeds and shine a light on your daily peace, on your daily soul care needs. Does that make sense? So practice patience along the way because we all want things right now and we're being told everywhere you look that you can get it right now. 
but trust yourself. Trust that you are planting new seeds. Trust that a new garden is ready to flourish and bloom. Trust that you're in transformation right now, but you're not stuck. You're in, you're in movement. Those seeds are percolating. They're growing new roots. They need you. They need your self-care. They need the water to grow. They need to be taken care of, but don't force them. Stop pushing through your life and forcing things to happen before it's their time to happen. Practice patience. Practice being still. Practice waiting. And then the third piece to our spiritual journey here towards peace and authentic living is grace. Lighten up. Be kind to yourself. Stop being so serious. See if you can laugh a little more, play a little more, um, laugh at yourself, laugh at the state of life you're in. What a mess. <laughs> what a mess I've gotten myself into, right? But I'm still loving. I'm still enough. I'm still kind. I'm still doing the best I can. Give yourself some grace. If you miss a day of your new discipline structure, your meditation practice, your yoga practice, drinking water, um, self-loving, self-kindness. If you've you know skipped a few days, just return with love, with some, with some grace. Be gentle and kind to yourself. Take good care of your tender heart. Take good care of the inner you, this new, beautiful, authentic, free-spirited soul that's emerging. She needs your love. How can you take good care of her today? Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Share this show with someone that you know could benefit from these words. If you like what you're listening to, take a moment, go to iTunes, leave me a review, rate the show. Thank you for being here. I'm here. My email door is open. Share with me. Let me know how it's going for you. You can go to Shannon, or I'm sorry, you can email Shannon at afreespiritlife.com or join our A Free Spirit Life community private Facebook group or check me out on Instagram. Let's connect. Can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for being here, and I will see you next week.